You're listening to the Paperback Podcast, the go-to podcast for aspiring and ambitious authors wanting to learn about all the things book writing, publishing, marketing, and more. I'm your host, Pagan Malcolm, and I'm a business coach specializing in helping authors to understand the business side of publishing and create a lifestyle that supports your authorly goals. If you're tired of struggling on your author journey, done with the rules of the industry, and you're ready to do things your way, then stick around because in this space, we are all about taking the unconventional, wildly successful, and fully aligned path to help you achieve success in authorship. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Paperback Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about celebrating our wins and why we do this both in my programs and in my free group and the difference between how celebrating a win can help you build supportive habits versus when it becomes an enabling thing around you not actually taking action. So I want to talk about it from two different perspectives today. So The first thing I want to talk about is why it's important to celebrate our wins. And the reason for this is that it creates evidence in our brain to focus on growth and things that are working really well. And it's especially important that when we celebrate wins, we don't do it from a standpoint of, I did this thing, but it wasn't like this, or I did this thing, but it could have been better, right? We want to really just celebrate the win and let it sit and let it and like soak it up and recognize and acknowledge it without adding different, um, things to it, you know, without making it mean anything about what we are or aren't doing wrong or right, right? So a great example of this is like, for a really long time, I was really convinced that I was a failure in my business and just in general, despite having nine books published and tripling my income year after year, like that's been a pattern that I've been able to achieve and making $50,000. Actually, you know what? It's been $50,000 this financial year in my online coaching business, but in total over the past five years, it's actually up to $79,000 in total. So I know it's not quite um, impressive figures, like I'm even doing it now, but like it's still a huge win. The fact that I've been able to make money doing online coaching and the fact that I'm now profitable doing it is a huge win, even though it may not be the most impressive thing compared to what other people have been able to achieve, right? That doesn't matter. And that the thing that I'm getting to here is that I was looking at all of these things and focusing on lack. Like even though I had these big wins, it would be like, sure, I have nine published books, but not all of them are bestsellers. Or sure, I have a pattern of tripling my income, but I've only had one 10K cash month. So is it really that impressive, right? And sure, I've made more in my biz last year than my biz and my day job combined in previous years, but it's still not six figures, right? So there's always like, there's always a but to it. There's always a thing that is not good enough to it. But at the end of the day, these are still really big milestones. They are huge freaking deals. They are so worth celebrating. And the critical part is that I'm not going to be able to create more of these kinds of results and increase these results to reach my desired goals if I'm always focusing on what I lack. Because when you focus on lack, it creates more lack and what you focus on expands, right? And that's why I wanted to bring this to your attention because you might be doing this too in your own author business. And especially because you might be making it mean something or it might be coming back to your own personal habits and thoughts and beliefs, right? So I know that I was able to connect like the reasons why I was doing this back to having disappointment around the fact that I haven't hit my own ambitious goals and expectations because I'm a bit of an overachiever and I'm a bit of a workaholic. And so it makes a lot of sense that when I don't hit this big goal I set for myself, it doesn't feel very good, right? 
And especially when I have a pattern of overworking and it's like, I should be further along right now. I've done the work, I've done the hard work, I don't stop working. So I should be further along. It's like my brain wants to reason with why this thing is not happening the way I want it to happen, right? And also there was a bit of fear around these things that outsiders look at these milestones and point out that they're not good enough or they're flawed, right? And that comes from deeply rooted subconscious blocks that I'm still working to heal. But it's like, of course, I would be afraid to talk about these wins and really own and celebrate them because if I don't feel like they're good enough, then surely someone else would think that as well, right? So like, it's kind of that, like, that's where I'm able to link it back to. That's why it comes up that way. So you might also be doing a similar thing and there might be reasoning for why you were doing that to begin with. And so the whole point and practice of celebrating wins that I want to explain for you is that it's not meant to be, well, it can be helpful to help you see where you're making things mean certain things and why you might be exhibiting certain habits or behaviors around celebrating wins that are linking into some inner work that you have to do or some inner healing that you have to do. And that's always helpful. But ultimately we do it so that we can create evidence for our brain around what is working really well and soak it up and accept it and feel into it and not make it mean anything so that our brain can see that one, things are working and they're working well and we're not making it mean anything. And two, when we continue to focus on that, it's going to continue to grow, right? So I encourage you to look at where you have created massive results, even if they are small wins, massive results in your author brand. Even if you don't feel like they're very massive, just look at the results you're creating, right? And where are you discrediting your wins there? Where are you making it mean like, oh, it's not good enough or it should be like this or um, it's not good compared to what this other person has done, right? Really look at where you've done that. Look at where you're telling yourself that it's still not good enough and look at where you're operating from a place of lack or where you're too focused on what others might think to see your own amazing progress. That is really important because what I want you to walk out of this episode doing is being able to recognize even when wins are huge wins and, and just like accept them and validate them, right? I remember being in a mastermind a few years ago and my coach pointed this out to me that I do this all the time. Like I, w- I was um, in the Voxer group once and she asked me like for my goals and what I'd been working on. And I went on this whole thing around how I, you know, did all these social media posts and I did this and that and I got all the stuff done and she was like, whoa, that's a huge win. And I was like, is it? I just do that every week. I feel like that's a really regular habit now. I, I don't really consider that to be a win. It's just my job. And she goes, no, like, do you know how many people struggle to do that? Do you know how many people cannot keep up with that amount of work that cannot do that amount of work in such a short amount of time? The fact that you not only do it every week, but you really own it and you're really good at it. Like that's a huge win. Why are you not celebrating that? And I'm like, I don't know, I guess it didn't really count, right? I guess it was too small to celebrate as a win because it wasn't like a money win, right? So it's really interesting that you could be doing some really great things that is proof of you showing up consistently, making progress, doing these amazing things, and you can be totally discrediting them. So I want to actually give you some examples of wins that people have celebrated in these threads. So I have threads that go out both in my paid programs, such as my membership, and in my free Facebook group. And I want to share like examples of wins that people have celebrated and brought up just to show you what you should be celebrating and what can count as a win, right? So I've had people say that they were accepted to be exhibitors or speakers at festivals, people saying that they've upgraded or moved their author account stuff and they've kind of stepped into a fresh new energy or they have um, up-leveled in their how they identify as an author and how they operate as an author. I've had people say that they finally got their website up and running or they got a short story up for people to read. 
people saying that they've begun their book launch or they are executing really well in their book launch or they're seeing results from their book launch. People saying that they are working through revisions or writing or editing and they're making progress every week. People saying that they are creating some social media posts after being off the bandwagon for some time. People saying that they're actually showing up to market the books consistently. People publishing their first book and celebrating that. People celebrating their book rankings and milestones along the way of publishing their book. People saying that they've been navigating new limits or they've been um, navigating moments of self-doubt or they've been able to prioritize and manage their resources better than before or people saying that they've been invited to collaborations and anthologies. So those are just all these random examples of things that my clients celebrate on a weekly basis. And if we don't recognize that these things are happening, if we don't acknowledge them and pause and see them and soak them up, it's really easy for us to discredit them or forget them or just have them go right over our heads and think, oh, I'm not making any progress because I didn't sell books this week, right? And we totally forget about all the other amazing things that are happening and are stacking and counting towards the big wins. And I really have this rule in my business that no win is ever too small, especially in authorship, which is a long-term game, because all the small wins whack up, sorry, all the small wins stack towards big wins, right? Like when you have, you might say to yourself, I only wrote a hundred words this week, But if you do that 10 weeks in a row, like you're making progress towards a big win, which is finishing your book. So it counts, right? No matter how small it is, it counts. So this is where I want to talk about the other side of the coin and talk about when it becomes an enabling thing. So I'm all for supporting and celebrating the small wins. I am all for like, and I stand by what I said that no win is ever too small. Everything stacks and counts where it becomes a problem is where there's no consistency to it. So like these wins count because if you're saying I wrote 100 words this week and you've done that for 10 weeks in a row, it is stacking towards a big win. It is building a habit and becoming a consistent process that is serving you. Where it doesn't serve you is if you say one month in the first week of of July, for example, you might say I wrote 100 words and then you didn't write any more words for three months and then you said another week in August, oh, I wrote another 100 words, right? Like, yes, I'm going to celebrate your wins, but I'm not going to celebrate the fact that you dropped off the bandwagon for three months and didn't do anything in between, right? And the reason for this is because it's a sign of an underlying problem that isn't being addressed, that is likely rooted in mindset or implementation, that you're actively ignoring or not getting support around, and therefore you're only making so much progress. You're only moving so quickly, right? And I don't think that's something to enable or celebrate as a coach because it's my job to help you to show up better and faster and more effectively. And it's my job to help you see where you're self-sabotaging. So if you are actively self-sabotaging in a sense that you have this thing that is stopping you from doing it consistently, that is clearly going to lead to a supportive habit or a supportive thing that's going to help you make progress and you are just not doing it, then of course I'm going to call you out on it. I'm not going to say, well done, you got another 100 words down three months later. I'm going to say, what happened? Like, why did this fall off the bandwagon? What went wrong, right? This is where my coaching framework, um, which I'll just talk about really quickly. Um, My foundational thing that I have for all of my coaching is I like to look at the goals we're setting every week. I like to look at the mindset supporting the goals. And I like to look at what knowledge or strategy needs to be there to help you take action on the goal. So that you have the three core components that are going to help you show up and implement, right? And the reason why this works so well and is helpful is because if you do have mindset stuff going on, or you do have an implementation obstacle going on that is causing you to drop off for three months and not continue doing the thing, 
I'm going to catch it because I'm checking in with that every week. And I'm going to say to you, what happened? You didn't show up this week. You didn't do this thing. You were on a roll. What happened, right? And we're going to be able to identify it, work through it and clear it so that you can show up and do that thing. That is why my coaching works, right? And it also works really well when you are able to celebrate your wins and then you're able to identify why did this thing go wrong? Why didn't I celebrate this this week? Why didn't I do this thing this week, right? And not like come at it from a negative place and, and make it mean like, oh, I'm, I'm just a failure. I'm just no good. I just suck at everything. I procrastinate all the time. I can't do this. Not making it mean anything bad, but just looking at it and going, oh, interesting. Last week I celebrated this thing. This week I didn't. I, I stopped making progress on a thing. What has gone on? What caused that? What, what, what can I do around that to change it? Do I want to change it? Do I want to create a habit around this? Do I see it serving me somehow, right? And it's really hard for you to do that on your own. A lot of the time, like it's really hard for you to see these patterns and catch them on your own, which is where a coach can be really helpful. But I'm not saying it's impossible. That's why you should be celebrating the wins every week because you can do this on your own from a self-paced standpoint, right? And just to really help this sink in and hopefully click for you, I want to just emphasize that like there are some things that I would hope you're doing regularly if you're serious about being an author. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but I do mean like as an example, let's say you have a brick and mortar shop. I would hope that you're opening your doors every day so that you are open for business so that people can walk in and buy from you. If you are celebrating like, oh, I opened my doors once this week. Like, sure, we can celebrate that and be happy for you, but we know that it's going to be way more successful and way more effective if you're doing it every day of the week, right? So why are you not doing it every day of the week? Why are you not doing the bare minimum to make progress with your business and get things off the ground? Like, I would be very hesitant to pat you on the back and say, congrats on opening your doors five days this week when that is what every other business is doing that is serious about having a business, right? It's kind of like, and there's another example here, like, it's like if you spent money on having a venue for your business and then said, but now I don't want to spend money on having product to sell because I have to spend more money and I already spent money and that's scary. And I feel like that's very similar to when authors say, well, I just spent all this money on my book and now I don't want to spend more money on learning how to market the book so it sells and I'm just not going to do that, right? So it's kind of like when you when we celebrate you doing the bare minimum, it can be enabling because it makes you feel good about like, wow, I did the bare minimum, but then it enables you to keep not doing the bare minimum when you don't recognize that you're self-sabotaging in the process, right? If we don't pull up and bring to your attention that, hey, you fell off the bandwagon here, you didn't do this with consistency, it's actually not serving you to keep doing it that way. So I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna celebrate that you showed up, but I'm not gonna celebrate that you only did this and only got serious about it, about it again you know, two months later, let's actually look at how you can create a consistent habit around this so that you can shop and do the bare minimum. That's actually going to move you forward because that's the expectation. That's the requirement for you to actually be an author and be in business as an author or else it's just not going to work. Right. And so when I say like, there are things that I would hope you are doing, some of those things are having a consistent regular writing routine, which doesn't mean you have to write every day of the year, but it does mean you have to have a process that works for you. So that might mean that you write every you write for a month three times a year or two times a year it doesn't matter if you don't write every day but you have a process that works for you and you commit to it and you actually show up and do it every year right that's the difference it could be that you have a marketing strategy that you're committed to that's working for you and it doesn't mean you have to post every day of the week but it does mean that you're going to do it with consistency you're not going to drop off every three months right um and then even like you're doing the work of calling up bookstores to get into bookstores because that's how you're going to get into bookstores, right? Like doing the work, doing the minimum work. 
This is why it kind of bothers me when a lot of people get so surprised when I tell them like I have nine published books and one of them's a bestseller and I do these speaking events every year across Queensland and I write this many books a year and I have these 10k writing days and I do this thing and I sell as many books and people go wow that's amazing how do you do all of that and it's like no like that's just my job that's the requirement for me to be successful as an author for me to have a business that's working as an author and on that note if I'm six years into it, which I am, and I have nine books, I would hope that I'm doing that much as a bare minimum at this point. I would hope that I have processes behind me to support that. And I would hope that I have team members behind me to support that because otherwise I wouldn't be growing. and It would be very questionable as to how I'm doing all of that, right? Like that is the requirement. And so I just wanted to bring that to your attention because yes, I want you to celebrate your wins. And yes, I want you to be aware of them and to actively show up and do them. And I don't want you to make it wrong when you recognize that you haven't been doing something consistently. And I don't want you to feel bad about it, but I do want you to take responsibility around it and say, oh, I've been enabling this bad habit. And so yes, I'm going to acknowledge and celebrate that I did show up and do this thing again, but now I'm going to commit to doing it again. And I'm going to celebrate it again next week. And I'm going to make it a habit until it becomes this no-brainer thing that is really natural that I'm able to do on autopilot that is just like a thing that I am I do with ease. And then I'm going to build another habit on top of that to help me get to my next level in authorship. And I'm going to consistently celebrate my wins and acknowledge when I'm doing things in my author business that move me forward, right? And so what I want to invite and encourage you to do is come join my free Facebook community and celebrate your wins in there in the weekly thread that we put out. So we have a weekly thread. It goes out, I think, every Saturday. And I want you to come and comment in that thread every week and commit to building a habit or celebrating something every week and really get intentional around what you're celebrating and and really recognize where it's leading to a habit or it's leading to a process or it's leading to something that's going to move you forward when you continue to celebrate it. And I want you to do it regularly. And that is where you can really start to get support around this and you can start to move yourself forward in authorship without paying me anything, without even having to hire me. Like this is just stuff that I do with my clients to help them feel more supported, but you can do it for yourself. And I'm providing a space where you can do that. So I encourage you to make use of it and come do that. Uh, And of course, I check in with everyone who posts in the free group. I celebrate with them like I would do with my paying clients. So it's a really great space to be. So I'm going to link that in the show notes below. I encourage you to come and join us and join that group and commit to doing that every week. And I hope to see you in there. And I hope that this episode really made sense and really um, painted or explained a picture of why we do that. It's not just to be like, oh, we're wasting our time celebrating our wins instead of doing actual writing work every week. It's like we do this with intention because it actually serves our brain and it actually helps us to do it more and to make more progress, right? So there is psychology behind why we do it. And I encourage you to come be a part of that. Okay, I will chat to you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Paperback Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, there are three steps you can take to help it reach more fellow authors just like you. First, leave a review for your favorite streaming platform. It helps out like you wouldn't believe. Second, tag me on Instagram at pagan at paperback or use the hashtag the paperback podcast and share this episode. And third, come join us in the Facebook group, the paperback podcast community, where you'll be the first to hear about new episodes and you'll get an additional live training from me every month. I can't wait to hear from you and I'll chat to you in the next episode.